Genesis 37. Ask your neighbor, what side are you on? And ask your neighbor, what player are you? <laughs> what jersey do you wear? <laughs> yeah, number seven. I don't know, I like saying number seven. Who are those who play number seven? They were? It's a very good number. Okay, yeah, number seven. Number seven. Number seven. Yeah. 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 You have to. You have to know the kind of player you are. And you have to know what side you're on. Yeah. I remember many, many years ago, I sat on bus 140 from Wembley to um, Brent Cross. That's what I thought. That was my mission. My mission was to get to Brent Cross Shopping Center when I hopped on the bus. After a while, I could see more planes, plenty planes flying up and down. This cannot be Brent Cross. Yeah. So by the time I asked the bus driver, he said, we are almost at Heathrow. <laughs> you have to know what lane you are on. And which direction you are going. You just have to, you need to know. You need to know. Because I could have gotten off the bus much earlier and crossed the road and taken the same bus. Because the bus is the same. The bus number is the same. But it's just, what side? <laughs> what side? What side? I was in the Heathrow direction. I wasn't going to Brent Cross. But because I was so confident that I was in the right bus, I just relaxed. Till my destination was becoming a bit too long. It doesn't normally take this long to get to Brent Cross. We are in a very, very comfortable lane. And then the bus driver was like, and then he, he tried to annoy me some more. He said, you are almost at Heathrow, you might as well. <laughs> Just get it. Because <laughs> his excuse was that when I get there, there'll be a lot more options to get back to Brent Cross. You know, but a lot of us are afraid to assess. Do you understand? And that is why I think it's good to have a topic like this. Because then you have no choice but to confront it. Do you understand? Yeah. Remember when we spoke about lies and forgiveness and all that. The three people you don't lie to. God, others, and then yourself. <laughs> well, I don't know. All I know is that these three people you don't lie to. You don't lie to God. You don't lie to others. But ourselves, you definitely should not lie. Yeah. We should never do that. And the only way you know it is to stop assessing others. Because that's a gift we have naturally as human beings. Even as children. Five, if you go into the room now and something has fallen and ask, who did it? She. <laughs> yeah. When it's actually them, they don't point at anything. They just look. So it's a natural instinct to assess others. Do you understand? It's, it's very easy to see if somebody is in the wrong lane. Yeah. But that's why the Bible reminds us that you should remove the log or beam in your eye before you come and remove the speck in somebody's eye. We are so, we have, we have 
perfected the art of locating specks. And we can't see beams and logs. We cannot see. We cannot see. Yeah. But you see, you can't succeed if you cannot remove your log. After a while, you get blind. And then you cannot see. Yeah. Some of us are so far in the wrong lane that we have redefined the lanes. And that has become a right lane. Yeah. So then we say things like, ultimately, we all get to heaven. Eventually. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> yeah. So we started looking at Joseph. And I hope today we can finish Joseph because there are a few people we have to look at. But as we look at them, stop looking at Joseph and his brother. Look at yourself. Yeah, yeah. Whether you are on Joseph's side, you know, or you're on the brother's side. Do, do you understand? Nobody in life is neutral. It's not true. You see, anything at all, even when people say, I don't have any faith, it's not true. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. All of us have faith. All of us are on a side. Yeah. All of us belong to something. Yeah. The nothing group is a group. Yeah. If you say that I'm not doing anything, you're doing something. But what you're doing is nothing. You're on the, but you're on a side. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you see people so passionate, they say, I don't do God. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not a faith person. It's not true. You are a faith person. Your faith is not in Christ, but you have, you have faith. You absolutely have faith. Yeah. Most GP surgeries, you can actually find flies and things of tarot, whatever, and all kinds of things. In the uh, 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 GP surgery. Recently, I saw a local newspaper of an area. And you know, the back pages, they had adverts. Yeah, then I saw some malam something. He has done his advert. Yeah, for victory and for various things. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to tell you something now. Some of us don't realize that certain things are religious and they are also faith. Yeah. Some people say, as for me, I'm faithless. But they have yoga. It's a meditation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's not an exercise. As for me, I do yoga. No, you worship. It's a form of worship. Yes. Yeah. That's why they will say they are spiritual. They are not religious. It's a side. All of us are on a side. Some of us have combined sides. Sometimes we go up on this line. Sometimes. But <laughs> either way. Yeah. So and the next time you are in your exercise class and it's a yoga class, hear my voice. There is a meditation and there is a spirit behind it. And you are being ministered to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like whilst I'm here, I might as well break some things. Yeah. Sometimes we are interacting with people and then they'll tell us, oh, I'm Gemini, what are you? Then you, you open your mouth, you say, oh, I'm Sagittarius, I'm Aries, I'm this, I'm this. Really? Are you a scorpion? Are you a lion? Are you a cat? Are you a, are you a bird? It's a spirit. It's a lane. Yeah, it is a lane. Yeah. yeah. As for me, my mood swings is because I'm uh, whatever, scorpion. You don't understand why things are biting you. 
You have welcomed the Scorpio into your house. You enter a relationship that shh. There's one that's a snake, eh? Or a goat. Yeah, there's a goat. There's a goat. How? Your whole life being defined by goat. And goats are one of the most senseless animals. <laughs> senseless, senseless, and goats. They don't have order. At least sheep have order. Do you understand? Goats don't have. Yeah, when we want to talk about stupidity, we use goat. I'm preaching, pastor, preach, preach, preach. But you see, because we never accept, accept some of these things, we just accept it as normal. We accept it as okay. We accept it as just, it's nothing. It's a neutral thing. Nothing is neutral. Nothing is neutral. Yeah. You see, sometimes we'll joke around. Sometimes we have fun. Sometimes we are, all, but you must always know when something is beyond, it's out of bounds for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, because some things are subtle. Yeah. You start, as you are listening to Whitney Houston, then you start listening to this, and then you go into Beyonce. Before you know, you have reached Nicki Minaj. Before you know, you are... They are not neutral songs. You don't understand why you are so depressed. You don't understand why you have such strong edges for sex. You don't understand. Why don't you understand? Which part of it don't you understand? You have been meditating on it all Saturday. Now that it has anointed you, you don't understand. Assess yourself. Assess yourself. Assess yourself. Yeah, stop. You don't need to come to church before you are reminded. You yourself watch it. Yeah. By the time you take all your activities for the week, you will know why you are in the state you are in. You will know why you are in the state you are in. Genesis 37. I feel like I'm speaking to somebody. I'm speaking to somebody. I'm speaking to somebody. Stop being on neutral. There's nothing like neutral. On Wednesday, we learned that. Yeah. Either you are on first gear, second, third, or you are in reverse. Genesis 37. Last week when we started, we realized that in most situations, you have at least two or more options. And we looked at Joseph and his brothers, his father, and we realized that Joseph, Joseph was loved. Joseph was favored. Then you had the other group that were envious of somebody who is favored and somebody who is loved, not because they did anything, but because the father chose to. Because the father chose to. Because it was their season. You see, when you see somebody being favored, be joyful. Because it's their season. Yeah. And if you, don't, if you are not excited about it, your season won't come. Because by the time you are spending time envying somebody, your season will come and pass. They came looking for people to favor, but you couldn't receive it because envy has filled your heart. You have those who are being plotted against, then you have the plotters. 
always planning negative, always planning something bad. Always, every time you put two and two together, it's not a good number. There are the people who are there. Genesis 37. So we started reading, we read verse 3 and 4. It said, Jacob loved Joseph more than any of his other children because Joseph had been born to him in his old age by his favorite wife. <laughs> you see, when you look at the backstory of even this, it tells you that sometimes the reason why your struggle and your challenge is the way it is because your blessing is also going to be bigger and stronger. Because Joseph's mother was the one who was barren. Isn't it? The one who couldn't have. But when she finally got, she also got the child who was favored and loved. So one day, Jacob had a special gift made for Joseph, a beautiful robe. But his brothers hated Joseph because their father loved him more than the rest of them. They couldn't say a kind word to him. Let's read the New King James because... The way the brothers are behaving. The, the ESV says that they could not speak peacefully to him. So we also even looked at that one, that there are people who make war, isn't it? And there are some people who make peace. There are some people whose environment is never peaceful. I pray that you will never marry somebody, a man or a woman, who doesn't make peace. It's a curse to marry somebody who doesn't know how to make peace. They can't speak peacefully. They can't live peacefully. They can't walk peacefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In their life, there's no peace. In their life, there's no peace. Yeah, yeah. So even when they are blessed, they'll look inside the blessing until they can find something that can create trouble. Oh, you seem to have really, a really, really good husband. Yeah, you haven't seen him when... When the statement should have ended, oh, I'm so blessed, thank God. When you live with such a person, you will never know peace. When you have such a housemate, those of you investing, you will never know peace. When you think that today I have cleaned the kitchen, they'll be happy, they'll go and locate the bathroom. When you think you have cleaned the bathroom, they'll be happy, they'll go and locate the corridor. They'll go and look under the aisle and see that it wasn't scrapped. They will never make peace. And you see, when you don't make peace with others, you will never make peace with yourself. Have you ever, maybe the ladies will understand, but even there, have you ever been in the saloon, maybe cutting your hair, doing your hair? Then there's somebody, a client before you, who they are doing their hair, and it's been two hours, and they're still on it. I think the line has shifted this way. I feel like they don't. No, they, could you move that? They, have you, can you check the, I don't think, they, then when they have even finished and then they tell them, get up, they take their coat off, they're going, sorry, I'm sorry to bother you. I just feel, it is not a good spirit. You wonder why when you enter there, nobody wants to do your hair. Everybody creates business for themselves. It is not a good thing. It is not a good thing. They'll go to the restaurant, same thing. The chicken is too soft. It's too hard. Too much. Uh, um, I like the onions, but don't, uh, don't, uh, can it be just slightly grilled? Not, uh, don't let it brown. No, I don't want barbecue, but do you have a lemon? No, not with a herb, just a lemon. Can you? It is not a good, those are people who don't live peacefully. 
Because some things you've got to let it go. Some things you've got to let it go. When you get home and you get your chicken, do whatever you want to do with your chicken. Do whatever you want to do. But when you go out, have a mind that others are there. Have a mind that this person is also at work or this person is also at church. Have a mind. People shouldn't see you and avoid you. Yeah, yeah, people shouldn't see you. I mean, you see, when you are that kind of person, sometimes when you call people, they see your number, they'll say, not today. Because for them to pick your call, they have to prepare their heart, their spirit, soul, and body before they can answer. They're not ready to do it today. And then you won't understand why maybe you're even having a crisis and nobody's speaking. Because it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. At some point, you have to say, it's okay. Yeah. I used to tell my hairdresser, if I was a hairdresser, I would be a very bad hairdresser. Because at some point, I will just tell you, it is you. This is your face. This is your head. And that is how it is. God has made you. I can't transform it. I'm not a plastic surgeon. I'm just a hairdresser. And you, and you see such people, follow them to the nail shop. You go and find them, they're doing the same thing. No, I didn't want it square. I wanted it roundish. It's a bit too round now. Straight, sorry, you have to redo. Sometimes, they'll even finish your thing. They'll say, go, don't pay. Just go. Just go. Just go. Just go. Yeah. If you're in this room and you're like that, this is today, God has just met you. To change you, to tell you that it is not a good thing. It is not a good thing. You are a Christian. It is not a good thing. You should not have that lifestyle. It's not. Let's continue verse 18. So that's the lane you are. It's a lane. You know, and they will justify, they will tell you that, well, I'm paying money for it, it's not for free. But what you are doing, the amount they should charge you, that's not even what they are charging you. Because they should be charging you for four heads. Verse 18. They saw him from afar, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. They plotted. They plotted. They saw him afar off. Sometimes you're minding your own business. Then the haters are on the best thing. Yeah. And sometimes you yourself too, you have turned yourself into some. <sighs> Nobody likes me. Everybody hates me. Everybody's jealous of me. Nobody's jealous of you. Do they want to look at verse 90? They said to one another, Here comes the dreamer. Here comes the dreamer. Here comes the dreamer. Which means that in life, there are those who have dreams, those who are chasing dreams. Do you understand? Those who are aspiring, and then you have the dream killers. You have the dream killers. You have the dream killers. Christian dream killers. In fact, sometimes unbelievers are more supportive of dreams. More supportive of dreams than, than Christians. Because if I haven't done it, why do you think you can do it? If I haven't assessed that, I, I never even thought of that, then you, you've gone to think of that. And then you want to do that. And then you want it to work. You haven't even feel, how old are you that now you say you want to do what? One day you will become what? One day you start what? 
One day you will own what? You talk by hand. Just open your mouth. Anything that comes out of your mouth, you say. Those are dream killers. They'll either giggle, put an expression on their face, ignore you. If I, when you study, the, study uh, the, uh, the life of Joseph, you realize that you have to even learn when your dreams should be exposed and where to share your dreams. Yeah, who to talk to about it. Who, if the person can't even handle your nice hips, and how would they be able to handle your dream? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, let me tell you, you will know that you're a jealous person and you're, you're, the lane you're in is not good. It's how you react to anything nice about somebody. That is a sign for you to know that you are not on the right lane. Move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can't handle, you can see that this one, this one is a handsome man. Everything about him is fine. You can tell. Why is it so difficult to open your mouth and say this one is a fine person? I'm thinking of becoming a model. <laughs> what are you going to model? <laughs> Look at how your legs move. <laughs> and we do it in the church too. Do it in the church. I feel like, you know, God has called me. I just feel that there's a calling on my life. And I just know, I feel, I want to, I don't know, but maybe I should just let Reverend know and ask him, maybe, you know, because, you know, I've been having these dreams and then, yeah. if your dream killers are within earshot, hey, bad girls and boys are not included in the, <laughs> yeah. we, we have you overcome our problems, now you are saying that God has called you. What you are hearing is not God, though. it's some boy calling you, it's not God. A lot of the time, in the church, people don't progress. People don't progress. They don't progress because they don't get support and push. Yeah, they don't get support and push. You would think that in the church, when somebody says, I'm going to buy a house, or somebody going to say, say, really? Wow, do you want me to go house hunting with you? Do you want to, do, are you okay? Can I? No, no, no. What are you buying the house for? Reverend was just preaching about it. It didn't mean that you should take it literally. And if the person ignores you and buys it, they say they are doing housewarming. Come. When you get there, you are trying to find cracks in the house or something. So how do you enter the bath? It feels a bit like, you know, it wouldn't suit me. It's not yours. It's not yours. It's not yours. It's not yours. When you buy your own thing to suit you, this one is not yours. It's not yours. Yes. yes. People despise you. Look down upon you. Yeah. Your gift, your talent, your ability, everything. Any opportunity they get, they'll look down upon you. But that is why you must make sure that you're on the right lane. And you must make sure 
that you don't catch that spirit. Because that thing's infectious. When you hang around people who are always despising, always talking about people, you also become a gossip. You also become the same. Yeah, you ask brothers. There are some brothers who are very straightforward, very good. When they start hanging around womanizers, they learn. They learn, they learn. Before they see, no, they've got anointing. Yeah. And because they didn't start early, they overtake. Preach, pastor, preach, pastor, preach. Yeah. And that is why, especially broke married people. When a man marries and he's poor, and by the grace of God and with the help of his wife and family, wealth comes. Then he discovers that wealthy men walk around. Then he will be introduced to one small girl. Then introduced to another small girl. Then he will realize that this ministry is not a joke. But because he's also a late comer into the industry, he wants to overtake. He wants to catch up because he has missed one or two hundred. Rather, ask God for a dream. Let God give you a dream. Let God give you a mandate. Let God give you a vision. Let God give you something that you too you can carry. You too you can go forward with. You too you can do. Yes. And reach out and do. Yeah, and God will bless you. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Lamte, a couple of weeks ago, they came and said the Lord has asked them to help the South Africa church. And they came. And they sowed a seed. And as we speak, South Africa Church, they have new pulpit, they have new heating. Yeah, because of them. So why won't God bless the work of their hands and what they are doing? Focus on your own. Focus on your own. Focus on, find your own and focus on it. Verse 20. Tell somebody I'm not a dream killer. Definitely not from today. And you see, some people are subtle about it. But today we identify you. Even a subtle one is not good. Yeah, I, I want him to do well, but I think this one that he's about to carry is too big for him. Who told you it's too big for him? Verse 20. Come now. Let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits. The killed and the killers. <laughs> yeah. You have those who are being harmed and you have those who are harming people. You have those who are being harmed and then you have those who are harming people, hurting people. It's a ministry. It's a ministry. Yeah. And yet... We'll come into church Sunday morning and these nice voices, Beulah and Prince and Code, will lead us. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. It is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. 
It's a lie. 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 You know, and when we get there, we stress on that line. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. It's a lie. Because we will use that same mouth to harm you. We will use that same mouth to harm you. Yeah. Oh, you know, Sabula, she really is a nice person. <laughs> How well do you know her? Well, I guess I'll leave you to get to know her. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to get to know her. So, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh. Even as a pastor, when somebody comes to tell me that, Pastor, I'm so grateful God had, for God bringing into my life, you know, I want to ask you that. Can you bring all your recorded messages to in your house? Yeah, of what you have said about me. Yeah. That in somebody's eyes, you have harmed me. But when you see me, ooh, the message was powerful. You know you're always on point, Pastor Glenn. Every time you're in my lane. I mean, every, your messages, have, look at how it has transformed my life. By the grace of God, today because of you, look at who I am. I am who I am. <laughs> But if your house door were to be open or your phone conversations were to be recorded, there are some of us who have been harmed by Christians. And there are some of us who have harmed people. We have really, we have, I mean, ah, Let's stop singing the song. I've told you that we should stop using the word of God and all these things. They are not slogans. They are not, do you understand? They are not recitals. They are not poems. If you are harming me, don't come and sing, I won't harm you. Yeah, you should rephrase it. I'll try and stop harming you. <laughs> Pray for me. Then the second part of the verse 20 says what? And let us throw him into one of the pits. <sighs> let us throw him into one of the pits. Yeah. How are we going to pull this person down? So we have those who are being pulled down and those who are pulling people down. Yeah, I've got to get you into the pit. Come on. But I have a message for us this morning, this afternoon. Listen, anytime people are pulling you down, don't be worried. Because anybody who is pulling you down is already beneath you. You, can, you have to be down there to draw me down. So you are the least of my worries. So for those of us who also like pulling people down, you are down. 
You are down. Don't you see as your mission is that somebody should come down. You're already down. You are just creating company. When people are trying to pull you down, don't 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 engage in it. It's way beneath you. When people are on your level above you, they pull you up. They pull you up. Pull you up. You see, even when you are up and you want to sit on people, you come down. You come down. Because if you are pushing me down, you are going down. It should not be a joyful thing for you to find that somebody has been brought down. Because of a mistake they've made. Or because of a mistake or because of a mishap. It should not bring you joy. As soon as you are joyful about it, you should know that you are already down. Instagram and all this social media is feeding that habit. It's feeding us to become more spiteful, more envious, more frustrated with who we are. And so to help us survive who we are, Hopefully, others should be equally down. Yeah, if you are not as nice, then it's good. If you are not doing as well, then it's good. Yeah, if you have failed, it is good. Everything about you can be glossy like that. Even when we can see that the person has succeeded, we say it's fake news. We're about to. We'll end whenever we end. Then we will say that a fierce animal has devoured him and we will see what will become of his dreams. We will say that a fierce animal. Yeah. So you have the liars and those who are being lied upon. You have the liars. Christian liars. They say it with confidence and knowledge. Reverend always says this thing, that when a spouse comes to say something about their wife or husband, we believe. Because of their level of closeness. Even if it's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can go to a church and the church has been destroyed because the pastor's wife opened her mouth. And you can never argue what goes on in her bedroom. Many, a few decades ago, a very anointed psalmist I mean, most choir songs are actually by him. One day his wife came and gave an interview, whatever. She said um, her husband has been sleeping with boys. Discuss. And she stood on that point till the man's ministry was destroyed. Then she let the matter go. By the time, and you know that when the lie is being spoken, it's louder than when the story is coming. So by the time she retracted it, he was already. But I'm here to tell you that, you see, when you are being lied upon, so long as you're a child of God, God will always vindicate you. God will always vindicate you. Yeah. As we speak, he's one of the best. Um, gospel, whatever. In fact, now he's a bishop or something. But at the time, the source of the lie made it almost, you know, you can't question it. Can't question it. Because she said she has evidence. 
And sometimes you can't fight some of these things because you make it worse. No, it's not true. No, it's true. Then she should come. No, the other time, you remember when that young boy came, you stood by him to the left, to the right. And let me tell you something. As you rise, people will lie on you. Yeah, as you are favored, people will lie on you. As you do better, people will lie on you. As life is progressing well for you, people will lie about you. People will despise you. The best thing you must know is that the life you are living, you are as authentic to yourself as you possibly can. Because the Bible says that a case costless shall not happen. Let's try and finish this thing. Are you changing lanes? Yeah, you, you should change. And that's the next one. Verse 21. But when Reuben heard it, he rescued Joseph out of their hands, saying, let us not take his life. But you know, Reuben has been there all along. Reuben has been there when they saw him afar off, when they said, look at the dreamer coming, when they said, listen, let's put him on the page. You see, but a time must come when you have a turn around. Yeah. Today must be a day for somebody to say that, listen, this kind of, you know, change. It's gone. Because I, I'm sure Ruby realized that, hey, now death is com- coming into the matter. It's like, no, 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 I've got to make a way for my brother. At some, at some point, you need to be able to step back. He said, why am I always fighting with people? Why am I always upset with people? Why am I always jealous of people? Why am I always envious of people? Why am I always comparing myself with others? Why am I always engaging in things that don't concern me? Why am I always in other people's business? It's a message. Why? At some point, there has to be a turnaround. And I want to tell you something. One of the bitter about God is that you are never too far gone. You are never so destroyed or so bad that you can't transform. It is up to you. Yeah. When you decide that you're turning around, you turn around. You don't, you don't discuss. You don't, you, you, it's within you. Say, yeah, now I'm going to have a different mindset. I'm going to have a different attitude. I'm going to have a different outlook on myself and on others. So that when you start catching yourself about to lie, catch yourself about to criticize somebody, catch yourself about to gossip, you say, hey, we have changed. We have changed. Yeah. For some of us, when we are about to post something on social media, you type and then you stop. Say, not today. Not today. Not today. Not today. Yeah. I don't know since when we started using social media to insult people. What, what is that one? Yeah. And that is one of the places where people's character and things are destroyed totally. 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 Pastor Sam. Because if they put, even if the thing is doctored and they put it on social media, by the time people know that, no, it was actually you, they put your head on somebody else's body, well, too late. And you see, sometimes you too, we have done bad things. So we should just prepare and ask. The, the, one of our government ministers, two days ago, I heard him on the, this thing. Now, as he's standing for prime minister, he wants to come and replace Theresa May. Somebody went to shook his back and said, hey, you know those your cocaine taking when you were a journalist? We have evidence. We have evidence. We have evidence. So, yeah. So I think somebody advised him that, listen, come and say it before. 
<laughs> so he came and said, oh, before he went into politics, when he was a, he was a social cocaine On social, yes. And you think about it, even that time we didn't have Instagram and all that, but people still took picture. See, is it bad? Yes. But you, that you have decided that you are going to use it to expose him, then what blessing? Would you become prime minister? Would you get a post? Have you realized it? So as you have exposed somebody that, oh, maybe a brother wants to marry somebody, a person has been saved, sanctified, serving God on fire, you know, Holy Ghost filled, a good person by the grace of God. She's now, that mission that you have gone on to remind the guy that this sister, she has one or two hundred. When the guy leaves her, is he coming to marry you? You see, think about your reason and your mission as you are going to destroy somebody. At some point, turn, stop it. Turn, turn around. Turn around. Turn around. Yeah, change. Change. When you don't have something nice to say about somebody, don't say anything. Be quiet. If you are not going to encourage somebody, don't say anything. Reuben said, we have one more minute. Reuben said to them, verse 22, shed no blood. Throw him into the spit. Oh, maybe we'll finish with that. Shed no blood. So you have those who are shedding blood <laughs> and those whose blood is being sucked up. Yeah. So my question as we are closing, do you cause people to bleed? Do you open up people's wounds? Are you a resurrector of heads? Ask yourself. Ask yourself. You see, as for people pricking you, cutting you, it's on them. My message to you is that don't be a blood sucker. Don't cause people to bleed. Don't be the one who always resurrects old wounds. Open up heads. Just because there's too much peace. We must spill a little blood. When people are hurting, it should never give you joy. Even if it's because of their own mess. And their own mistake. It should never be something that generates joy. I knew they'll get there. I knew it would happen. I knew. Your blood is waiting. Rise up onto your feet.